0: Welcome to The Word Count, a podcast tracking the publishing journey of three Australian writers. In this episode, Jo Dixon's deadline is up. Has she finished book three? Fiona Taylor has been fighting the good fight, getting words down, interviewing authors, painting the socials teal and yellow, and organising a book giveaway for listeners. And Jack? Jack,
1: what are you doing?
0: Are you... No, 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 hang on. Are you writing?
2: I'm checking the pens I bought for my story Storyfest workshop bill. I can't give them to the kids if they don't work. How many do you have to test? I've done six. And how many more? Um, 322? 322. 322? Yeah. That kind of sounds a lot, doesn't it?
0: Oh, mind if I help? That purple one's my favourite.
2: Oh, mine's the green. No, 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 not that green. This green.
0: Shouldn't you be finishing the intro? Welcome, listeners, to The Word Count. And we're back. Welcome, dear listeners, to episode 11 of The Word Count. As always, I'm here with my fellow writers, Joe Dixon. Hello.
2: <laughs> she sounds a bit lost.
0: <laughs> Jack Ellen. Hello. And me. <laughs> And me, Fiona Taylor, I can say behalf of us all that the last two weeks have been crazy busy. A lot has been going on, so let's jump straight into it and find out what we've all been up to since our last two episodes. Now
2: and I think so, we need we need Joe to go first before she falls asleep.
1: <laughs> go Joe go. <laughs> two weeks, two weeks. Um, I don't even know what day it is. Uh, I have been wearing the same clothes over and over. I think I, I think they got washed at some point. Um, I have been stuck in my writing cave. I am no good with words no more. Um, <laughs> oh, I tell you what, I did do. I, I um I had a brilliant time heading up to North Tassie. Yeah. I had a event at Petrarch's Books Shop in Lonnie in Launceston, mm-hmm. which is a fantastic, gorgeous, gorgeous shop, wonderful people, um, and they convinced me that I have to set my next well, the book, after the next book, in North North Tasmania. Um, they need representation, so I said I'll take that on board. Um, and then I went to Devonport, which is spectacular, the most beautiful library, looking out over the, the river Oh, uh, my sort of spirit of Taz come sailing in. Uh, wonderful group of people, like a really good crowd, great chats. Um, so that was fabulous. Um, I will say, however, that for anyone um, who is published or comes published or is going to sign a contract at some point in the near future, do not schedule promotion and publicity and book release in the same month that your deadline for your next manuscript is. Do not do that. Do not. <laughs> I'm just it. <laughs>
0: I'm just going to interrupt the show and say that we're recording this um, two days later than we usually do because Joe sent to us a text that said, hi guys, lifting my gaze from the laptop screen, remind me during the coming year that I do not want to leave my manuscript to the last minute, that I will never have a launch at a deadline in the same month ever again. I'm brain dead. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> can, we, can we pretty please postpone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that about sums it up. And, of course, dear listener, we did. <laughs> Thank you. Your turn, Jack. Oh, last two weeks. Um, Let me see.
2: Uh, well, I've painted the shed. I've dug up the septic. I've done some chainsawing. Uh, let me see. I'm pretty sure I financed the local vet's Christmas party this year. Oh, um, I've got uh, stickers, books, and pens for Story Fest. Very excited about that!
0: No, and no, no! Stop, stop, stop! You have to go back. Which pet? Oh, Kitty Catagus. Oh, you no know, she's fine now. Oh, that's good <laughs> because I love her. She's adorable. <laughs> and of course,
2: i'm caught up for Mary Lou Stevens fabulous launch of the chocolate factory it was delicious
1: (laughs) I I so wanted to be there I so wanted to be there and I just I just couldn't make it oh was it a good event I would love to have seen that one yeah
2: no it was a wonderful it was a wonderful event and uh, and then she's I think she's got a couple of library gigs before she's headed over to the mainland like Joe is and I believe Fiona's going to be doing some launching over there Yes. Superb. Now I believe it's Fiona's turn.
0: Two weeks, Fiona. I've been slammed this last two weeks, (laughs) to be honest. (laughs) Nothing compared to Joe. of course. I wasn't trying to complete my third novel for my publisher, I Wish. But I have truly struggled to make time for everything I needed to accomplish because some of these things um, actually did have deadlines. So I edited our last episode, put it up, as well as my interview with Kylie Orr for Reading by Candlelight. I went to Kylie's book launch for the 11th floor, and that was a gorgeous, sunny afternoon. Oh, what? I was going to say that was, that was in the garden or something, was it? That, yes, yes. It was yes. a beautiful sunshine. place, yeah. Lots of writers and readers there and only around the corner from my parents' house and so we went there for dinner afterwards. Like It was like win-win. I did finish reading Karen Main's absolutely delightful new book, Joy Moody is Out of Time. It's just sensational. I can't recommend it more. Absolutely <laughs> And then I interviewed Karen for Reading by Candlelight about Joy and that was a delight of me of an interview as well, and I can't wait to put that out in the world. Brendan and I went to Elizabeth Common's book launch for A Dance With Murder, mm-hmm. which was at Readings in Carlton and masterfully hosted by Karen Maine, who is so refreshingly funny. I feel like she should do everyone's launches because they'd be super fun, <laughs> and whew, I think that's it. Uh, wait, what month is
1: Karen Maine's book going to be in the book box? March. March? Okay, March. lovely. <laughs> I'm,
0: I'll be putting an order in. Put an order in order Now we're up to accountability, and there were some interesting goals made at the end of our last episode. I'm not certain if they were all achievable. And so a quick reminder is Joe was determined to finish book three by her February twelve deadline, which is the same days this episode goes to air. So if you're listening to this, Joe has handed in book three, or has she? Jack was hustling for work. And am I the only one who always hears party rock anthem in their heads whenever I say that sentence? <laughs> no,
2: no, you're not. <laughs> Every
0: day I'm shuffling. And that is all you're getting because I can't sing. Um, and I committed to expanding my plot and writing at least 2,000 words, which I kind of think that is Joe's daily <laughs> word count so let's see how we all did let's check in accountability check-in okay joe you're up first
1: very 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 nearly done Um, again i changed the ending again look i did it to myself i know i know (laughs) joe joe I know, and and then and then I had to do some research because it, the ending happens in a place that I've never been, so I had to like Ooh. go down a rabbit hole of Google Earth and YouTube clips and uh, all sorts of shenanigans, uh, which takes up time. But I have being very diligent. I have had no life outside of writing and events in Tassie. Um, and I, if this is going on the 12th, there's a very good chance it will be completed by the end of tomorrow. Oh, well Woo! done. Oh, the day after.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter, Joe. it's just marvellous. I mean, that's absolutely amazing. It's ballpark. <laughs> yes. It's ballpark. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. And we, look, dear listeners, We were very worried about Joe. Not because we didn't think that she could finish it, but it's just that it was complete radio silence. And we never have that. We talk to each other several times a day. And it was just like Jack and I sending things. Yeah, we couldn't couldn't even get it. We couldn't even get a laughing emoji for the memes. I was I've been pretty
1: oblivious to anything (laughs) else but of um the screen in front of me.
0: As you should be, Joe. Absolutely. are a you are a lesson to us all. (laughs) Yeah the lesson is don't do this.
1: (laughs) Structure your your year more efficiently. Do not leave things to the last minute. Um, Do not crowd your 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 month with multiple activities and deadlines. Um, Plan ahead. There we go. That's what you're learning from me.
0: So book four deadline you're going to move that
1: um book four if i stay on schedule will be um i will complete before the end of this year
0: oh well there you go you don't have to worry about it clashing yep, with that, the, um, that's Lauren. my plan
1: the plan is to i've got it now chunked through that my my calendar has big chunks of time for the year there's time for editing three and there'll be time for writing book four
2: oh, and well i'm in absolute all
0: so am i So totally admirable, Joe. Amazing. I don't even know what I'm doing next week. (laughs) But, But Jack, you have to talk about your accountability. So all you're going to do is hustle. Did you hustle, my dear? Look, I I sent
2: out a whole heap of um, emails. I put myself out there. Um, Here I am. Here's my work. Love to work with you. Would you like to work with me? I can do this for you. Um, so uh yeah, we'll just we'll just see if anything happens. It's it's kind of like it's a, I suppose it's a lot like publishing. It's sort of like right time, you know, mm-hmm. right right time, right, you know, and if somebody's got a job going, my email comes in, they'll just go, oh yeah, bang.
0: And we haven't been she- the past how great Jack is at writing podcast intros, things like that. But she's also <laughs> fabulous at writing blurbs. For books. Can I just tell you that every time I send her something and she reduces it down to those 30 to 50 words and I go, oh my goodness, that's gold. Why can't <laughs> I do that? I cannot do that.
2: It's just like well, short forms my thing, you know. So if you if you give me a brief that's two pages long you need a page, I can, yeah, I can distill it.
1: Speaking of similarities with publishing, Jack, I do believe you you made a submission or you submitted to a publisher. Oh, I might have. Yeah. Well, no, it, it's like you don't you don't really want to tell
2: people because you don't want to have to untell it. You know. I, well, I, no, think- I mean, that's that's you know, it's all part of the hustle. You know, because I'd love a yeah. job that that'd be great. You know. But you and submitting
1: me, is <laughs> submitting is a big step. It means you've got a. I really do think <laughs> oh, I really.
0: <laughs> I really I do think podcast. Sorry, Joe. I keep talking over you. I'm just flabbergasted. I'm gobsmacked. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that that's the point of this podcast, Jack. Um, you're supposed to tell us when you do wonderful things like this, not keep them to yourself. So sorry about that, Joe. Your turn.
1: Manuscript that you feel is ready to go out there in the world. You take the step, you take, you know, it takes a leap of faith to put it out there. And well, I think, yeah.
2: I think it's it's at the point where I've done everything I can, and I need. I'm just gonna, I can't believe I'm saying this. I need professional help, um, <laughs> but you know what I mean. It's like I, I write instinctively, and I've had an assessment, and they've said it's got legs, and I've fine tuned a bit and sent it off. Um, now, whether and what I kind of need is somebody just go, okay, well we. Yeah, it's got legs, but you need to do this. That's what I need help with because I don't know that next step for me because I don't have that knowledge.
0: Fiona, your turn. How'd you go? I did did a lot of thinking about my plot over the past weeks between all the events. Thinking is valid. Thinking is a valid part of the process. Absolutely valid. (laughs) And that helped me see where I was missing connections for the story and I didn't write at all in the first week and knowing how busy I was going to be in the second week, I made sure to take small sections of available time and believe me, they were very small. And so I hit my goal of 2,000 Oh, well, well done. done. So I am happy with that because it was a very busy time. That's absolutely incredible. Well done. I, I'm just very mindful that this month has been, is it, it like I knew February was going to be crazy, but yes, I didn't think it was going to be as crazy as it was.
2: And it's only halfway through.
0: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> now, this episode, we always have a topic for the episode. And last episode, we talked about finding time to write. And I thought this week, with Joe writing to Deadline, we could talk about what we do to keep ourselves accountable and what is the hardest thing about writing to deadline and whether that deadline is imposed by a publisher or a client or ourselves, what do you do keep what do you do to keep yourself on track? And I am certain that Joe has learned a lot writing this book. And so tell us Obi-Wan Kenobi so we may learn. From <laughs> so I came up with a new method um just in the last week or so.
1: Um, And it's a word count method for me. People, You've probably heard of people writing in writing bursts. Quite often the Pomodoro method is 20 minutes and then a break and what have you. Um, I find that too short. So I found a sweet point for me, which is 90 minutes, which sounds really long, but I get immersed in the story. And so at the start of the day when I sit down at my desk, I write down four or five 90-minute blocks. So, for example, today's was... Um, 8.30 to 10, 10.30 to 12, 12.30 to two, Now I put a half hour break between each block and I put the target for that block and it's usually around about 750 words. So 750 words in 90 minutes. And then I just keep track of that through the day so I'm seeing how I'm progressing. Other than that, what's it like working under a deadline? I like deadlines because they do keep you on track and you can't just wander off and come back to it later when you feel like it. You've got to stick with it. But there is a pressure with being my third book, with having readers, with having an expectation, with having uh, my publisher waiting for it. Uh, my agent wants to take it to the London Book Fair.
0: <gasps> oh, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Yeah. One too. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'll Sorry, just, I'll just tack myself onto your life and live vicariously through you. I'm not going. I'm not going. The, the book
1: will be. be <laughs> advocated for by by the um, agency staff over there you didn't say um,
2: no Fiona
1: from what I gather the book fairs are places for agents publishers not hangers no hangers on. On, on not not welcome and it's not even a place for writers so it's... <laughs> deadlines we're that? talking deadlines. <laughs> deadlines deadlines so yes I have deadlines I I don't want to be this close to my deadline ever again fair enough I learnt my lesson Deadlines are beautiful when you can control them. And we're moving on, right?
0: Chat. It's so exciting, Joe. I'm so happy for you.
1: It is very exciting. Um, how uh, do I
2: deal how do I deal with deadlines? I deal with deadlines absolutely every single day. I deal with deadlines on hours, on quarter hours, on half hours, or on um their lack of planning constitutes my emergency deadline. Um, and I deal with them with fear, panic, and a work ethic.
0: The oh, pandemic. I like that. <laughs> I like the that. Pandemic. Oh my goodness.
2: <laughs> I look, I love a deadline. I love that rush when it's getting closer and closer and closer and closer and um and things are all dependent on it. yeah no I don't I don't mind deadlines I work better with them and I certainly I know people will be amazed because I come across as a little bit faffy. Um but when it comes to work, yeah, deadlines.
0: I'm so amazed listening to you both and your love of deadlines because deadlines make me want to run in the opposite direction.
2: But <laughs> <laughs> You're like the ultimate planner. Well,
0: Surely. I I Surely. do plan but I'm also the ultimate procrastinator and so I get really I get really worried that I'm not going to be perfect at everything that that's, I'm trying to accomplish.
2: You don't need you don't need to be perfect you just need to have a crack.
0: Yes, I think that that is something that I am going to have to like absorb more as we go along. But I've said it before, the word count keeps me accountable, which is part of the reason I wanted to do it in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from hanging out with you two online every fortnight, because that's that's the biggest bonus. Um, I have a Google spreadsheet that I fill out every day. And Brendan helped me write a formula because I can't do this myself. I don't know about other people and spreadsheets, but they are not always my friend. So there's a formula that um, we've written that shows me how many more words I need to write to goal, and then it divides by the days I have left. So mm-hmm. I always know what I'm aiming for every day now. And if life gets in the way or I'm thinking about the book more than writing, that's fine because mm-hmm. it adjusts to accommodate that. And I also take everything else I'm doing into account so I don't overcommit, which you know, did for <laughs> the last two weeks, but- So I keep my expectations of how much I will write lower because I'm still at the start. So I need to do more thinking and more planning and getting things right inside my head. And so I'm sure that my expectations will rise as I write further into the story. So this is the time of the episode, dear listeners, where we set our goals for the next two weeks. And I know what Joes will be. a spa? Is a spa in it, Joe? By any chance? Um well so deadline
1: is tomorrow. I'll probably hand it in the day after. I think. Um and I start book tour. I leave leave Tassie to fly to Melbourne Monday evening so the next 2 weeks i'm doing victoria and south australia mm-hmm. so i will be um i've got quite a few events they're all on my website or instagram please come along visit me say hello honestly honestly love love meeting readers i i can i can sit there all night and talk to people who who, who want to read the book or have read the book but so my my goal is to get through that return to tasmania and possibly have started plotting book 4
0: Oh my goodness. Oh, that's exciting. Yes. Because I know I
1: know what it's about. I have brainstormed it with a few people um, who have the relevant information and knowledge that I don't have. And it's taking shape as we speak. Oh wow. Ooh,
0: that's awesome, <laughs> Joe. Thank
1: you. Anyway, that's what that's what we're aiming for. And somewhere in there, I'm going to have a couple of sleep-ins. Uh, um and just wander aimlessly while drinking iced chocolate. And staring at the scenery—that is my That's goal.
0: Good. That's a great plan. I love that goal.
1: Jack, what are you aiming for? I got nothing. Got absolutely
2: nothing. So I'm just going to take Joe's uh, goal <laughs> of hot chocolate and staring at the scenery. I reckon. I reckon I could kill that in the next fortnight. <laughs>
0: Do you have no writing goals at all? Not even a, I'm going to start something new, write an episode. I don't know, Jack. Yeah, no, I don't know either. It's like I stepped into the cupboard to
2: record this today with absolutely nothing.
0: Well, you know that you're going to achieve that. That's absolutely I know, right? So... So people mightn't listen to us um, in two weeks. Time.
2: <laughs> and um, let me see. Maybe I should sell some of my breadboards. That would be great.
0: Oh, yes. yes, yes. Okay. So if my last two weeks sounded busy, <laughs> nothing on my next two weeks. So in week one, Joe Dixon is coming to stay with me at the Lake House and I'm going with her to Mornington Library. Uh, for her event with Kylie Orr and Brendan and I are going with Joe to the Sisters in Crime Dinner and Author Talk. And we're also going to see Karen Vickers' event in Mornington for her oh, wow. novel guidelines on the night Joe arrives here. So it's pretty jam-packed while Joe is here. Then on the same day as Joe's final event in Melbourne at Reading's Emporium with the lovely Kate Mildenhall, I am flying to Perth to stay in Fremantle for four oh. days. Holly Craig's book launch for her second book, *The Rip*. Now, Holly has brought together some amazing writers for her Write Club, which has been going for I think nearly two, like two years now. We all call ourselves Write Clubbers, which is a bit like being a Swifty but without the music and the friendship bands. <laughs> There's going to be a whole group of Write Clubbers who are staying at the same hotel. We're all going to Rodness Island for a pre-launch gathering, and then to the launch itself holly the next night and it's going to be amazing and i'm so excited to hang out with all these inspirational women and writers but i get home just in time to record the next episode of the word count
2: <laughs>
0: so 2,000 words again then is it my goal is just to turn up for the next episode <laughs> hey I, that was totally my goal why <laughs> <No>, i'm joking <laughs> I'm joking. I think I can probably write two and a half thousand words. Oh, my goodness, really? Yeah, I want to say more, but I'm looking at my calendar and I don't think it's possible <laughs> to actually <laughs> talk about that. <laughs> Lastly, our intro talks about me this week fighting the good fight and it alludes to my responses to the owner of an independent bookstore who tweeted that bookstores need more books with white men and boys as the heroes and more white children and no more wheelchairs, rainbows or Indigenous art and book covers. If you don't know which bookstore I'm referring to, please check out Coffee Books and Magic on Instagram because Emily has been wonderful at detailing the entire saga. I'm only mentioning this because I want to give a shout out to the incredible Kate Middleton Hall, author of The Hummingbird Effect, who came to the rescue of both Joe and fellow Tasmanian author Mary Lou Stevens, who needed to move to their Melbourne book events due to what occurred online. I was going to interview both Jo and Mary Lou, but because the date of Joe's event has now changed, Kate kindly stepped into the breach and also ensured that the events were moved to the wonderful readings bookstore at the Emporium, which is just glorious. So we want to thank both Kate and Readings. It is people like Kate and the staff at Readings who have helped make the writing world such an inclusive and welcoming space. That's lovely. That was, that was actually well done. Yeah. yeah. So, dear listeners, as always, add your goals to the comments if you want to make yourself accountable and remember what we always tell you. Your goal can be as individual as you are and everything writing-related eventually counts towards your word count. It is goodbye from us, so goodbye, Joe. Goodbye, and I promise to return brighter, chirpier and with more functioning
1: sentence capability.
0: (laughs) And goodbye, Jack. Toodles! And goodbye from me. Wishing you all the best with your writing over the next two weeks and check in with us next episode at The Word Count to find out if we hit our goals. The Word Count, a real life, real time writing journey podcast with all the good and the bad, although that's usually Jack, along the way. Subscribe and follow them on socials.